welcome to desi return diaries embracing home again the podcast that shares personal journeys and expert insights on returning to india i'm your host avinash pedi here to guide and inspire you on your desi return journey hello everyone welcome to another episode of uh, desi return today i'm really excited to introduce our guest ravi kabra who moved to india after living in australia for more than a decade and uh, he has a successful entrepreneur journey after moving back to india which i'm uh, really excited uh, there are a lot of topics that we're going to cover and looking forward to our discussion with that welcome ravi to our show thanks avinash for having me thank you that's great so why don't we get started uh, with your background and the reason to move back to india sure um well of course uh, my background has been uh, born and brought up in hyderabad uh, india lived here for all my life uh, then uh, worked with my father's family for a long time uh, we are in the fmcg food and beverage space uh, 10 years with my father's business and then we decided that probably uh, life needs a change uh, maybe for a better lifestyle or for a better learning curve we decided to go back to or probably explore new opportunities in uh, dubai and australia and we settled down for australia uh, went down to australia and uh, lived there for quite a while and uh, i think loved being in australia loved the way people live there amazing place uh, made great friends there and uh, eventually one fine day decided to come back to india that's great so <laughs> it's the uh, intent to explore and uh, you know learn more in like brought you to or took you to australia and uh, what is that one fine day or like you know uh, sounds like you always have this in the back of your mind to return back to india after few years abroad so however like you know maybe you can explain the thought process of the journey you had uh, is there any particular trigger point that made you to move back and like how long you planned for the move honestly avinash no that was not in plan uh moving back to india was very unfortunate uh, because of a news that my dad was fighting cancer in india that made me and my wife along with kids come back to india initially the plan was ideally to look at my parents moving to australia with us we had even plans of getting them settled uh, my dad was curious to what he could do so we were even looking at business opportunities with, uh, which my dad could actually get into uh, but unfortunately uh, that plan did not last for long uh the news broke out that my dad was fighting cancer and uh, at that time of the year or that time of the life i did not want him to move to australia and then struggle with australian lifestyle uh there's no help support uh, as such in terms of the health industry so we thought probably we better place to go back to india be with my dad and help him fight what he was uh, into and uh, we decided uh, one fine morning that we have to go and within a matter of just 5 weeks we winded up everything that we had uh, sold all the furniture fixtures of the house um, and then by february 2020 i think we were back over here in india so it was not planned as such we wanted to stay back in australia for a longer time but uh, destiny had its own story to to go by it oh yeah thanks for providing that context uh, so sounds like i think you're preparing in the other way there uh, other way around like you know having the entire family to be uh, abroad and uh, you know the destination uh, you know it, it's written in a different way so 
maybe you can tell a little bit, you know, for how long were you in Australia? And, uh, you know, in terms of the plan for the move, uh, you know, these five weeks, how, like, you know, how did it go? Any Anything that you wanted to share for the future aspirants who are thinking, you know, what should consider or any, any other insights from your perspective? I think uh, we lived in Australia for close to about seven years. Uh, 2014 to 2020 uh, kind of a time period starting of 2014 was when we reached Australia. Uh, I think uh, the entire journey or the entire experience of living in Australia was fantabulous. We just love the place because uh, the kind of day-to-day challenges that we experienced being an entrepreneur in India was absolutely not uh, a kind of a challenge in Australia. Uh, as most of the NRIs would agree, that a country anywhere abroad, uh, developed countries, the basic amenities of life are all already uh, easily available. You don't really have to fight for it, which makes a life uh, much more comfortable and easier. And especially because I was not an entrepreneur in Australia and I was committed to a job. I think that nine to five, Monday to Friday job was much more uh, comforting to me than having the uh, stress level or the pressure of being an entrepreneur. That is why I think we enjoyed our kids grow up in Australia uh, right from uh, the first year of my son. Uh, probably by the time he came back, he was already eight or so. So I could really spend a great amount of time with my family, uh, see my kids grow, which probably uh, in India, especially coming from a business family, it's very hard to find. Um, I always say that uh, you work for a good organization, which gives you less stress rather than getting into a business which is very stressful but rather otherwise if you're excited about something do a small small business of yourself which keeps the ball rolling which you enjoy thoroughly uh, when we decided to come back to india honestly avnash it was a very painful thought uh, because it was just a, a little above one year that we had actually constructed our own house in sydney and uh, as any couple we had great dreams and ambitions of how the building should look like, how the interior is going to be like. We had all these kind of dreams. Honestly, it was my first of its own kind. I mean, uh, the house where I live in India was uh, built by my dad. But the one which I built in Sydney was built by me and my wife put together. So we were very excited about it. And every furniture and fixture, anything to do with interiors was well thought with my wife. Uh, She took big decisions there. uh, And we set it up. But just a little over a year when news broke out, uh, we had to literally sell away all the furniture uh, in a matter of just two to three weeks. And I still remember when the first furniture, I think it was one of the uh, one of the cupboards in the dining area, which uh, was sold out to somebody else. Uh, I and Anuja literally had tears in our eyes because we were so emotionally attached to that dream that we were building on. Yeah. And... Uh, we had to sacrifice it because of a bigger cause that we had to go, let it go. And uh, one after the other, everything was sold out. Thankfully, we did not sell the house away. It's still there. Uh, and hopefully one day, if in case things go good, if it, I would want to go back, there's always an option or a door open for us. But yeah. uh, that five weeks period of selling away, everything was very, very painful. No, oh, yeah. I can imagine, especially uh, you have a timeline to meet and... Uh... And you just like, you know, emotionally attached. I think that's the biggest part, right? I think uh, uh, yeah, the dreams and then you know, sudden change in the life and the decision. So uh, if you're okay, like uh, how is the family now? And, uh, you know, how things are going after moving back to India? Um, 
we moved in India uh, in February 2020 and March 2020. We all know that COVID struck. We all went for a one-year break, and that was the moment my father was actually fighting cancer. Unfortunately, in the early's of twenty uh, uh, mid of 2021, my father passed away, uh, which was very painful for us because we had been with him for almost a year and a little above a year just to help him and support him fight it out. But uh, unfortunately. Uh, Things were not as we planned, uh, but so far everything is going good. Uh, now uh, we are settled in Hyderabad in India, and I think uh, as a pure Desi, one can definitely agree that you mix with the culture very soon. It's not that I've lived in Australia for a lot of time; like it's not like three, four decades or something where it becomes really difficult. But yes, there has been few challenges adapting back to Indian culture, the way people work and live over here. uh it's bit of a challenge but thankfully best part is my kids did not have the similar issue they were pretty adaptive easily flexible to understand why we have come down and uh, if my kids had found it difficult then my, it might have been very difficult for us to continue in india but thankfully that was not the case because lot of nri community people who come back either they go back because the kids do not like it over here or for reasons that they do not adjust to the work culture of india yeah so i'm very sorry about the loss but uh, i think uh, you know glad that the family was able to spend time you know at least for some you know good amount of time like you know one one and a half year towards the end um, so i know you think you kind of touched about uh, the kids adjustment like how old were the kids i think you kind of mentioned it's like um, 8 years old when uh, you know your son so maybe if you can put some color to uh, kids adjustment i think that would give some insights for the people or uh, you know who are listening to the show yeah so when we uh, when we reached australia my son was about a year old and uh, my daughter was about 6 uh, years old i would think and by the time we came back 7 years later arnav was eight and my daughter was uh, what's uh, close to about 13 14 uh, so it was not too late for them to adapt to indian culture i would say that is a moment where you can you know take them to different countries make them understand and adjust and they are pretty flexible hands on um, but yeah that's that's how it's been and uh, the one of the most important thing as a nri coming back to india was finding them a good school because the way the education system is back out there in australia coming back and looking for a state syllabus or a, a central syllabus cbsc course could not really work for them they had a different way of uh, education in australia so i wanted to give them an international syllabus to work upon otherwise it would get very hard for them to cope up with the education system also and that would actually add to their stress level eventually falling on to me then yeah um i think switching gears a little bit i know uh, after moving back to india uh, i don't know if you have planned to continue the 9 to 5 job that you kind of enjoyed a little bit or uh, want to take on this entrepreneur journey uh, and if so i know there has been successful story would love to uh, hear about it you know Uh, some of the things that you have to go through while establishing that in india because especially that could be something very important for some of the nris who are thinking about moving to india because they couldn't start their own uh, you know company or journey like you know from an entrepreneur side in abroad so it definitely would be good to know how easy is it to do the business in india and also maybe your own journey right after moving back to india what were your thinking and how did you go uh, from working in 9 to 5 in australia to like maybe an entrepreneur journey yeah yeah firstly avinash was very clear that uh, australia mai i didn't wanted to do business because i think i had enough 10 years of experience of doing business in india with my father and uh, typically what happens is there is a 
there is a uh, restriction in terms of your learning capacity when you're doing a family business. You cannot go beyond a certain point in terms of knowledge gain. That is why we were very clear that in Australia, we would get into a job because I wanted to understand how brands are built, how bigger companies' culture is, and how do people really perform. And thankfully, with the discipline that I come in, I could adjust pretty well to the 9 to 5 uh, job. Uh, I, I would think that I did pretty well as well uh, in the span of 7-8 years that I've lived over there. Uh, the best part about living in Australia was that there is a very great amount of work-life balance that Australian work culture provides you. There is no employer I can think of who would really pressurize you to take work upon your life or your family. It's always family, safety and life that comes first in Australia and then comes the work. So I think that kind of culture really helped me to work over there. But when I was returning back and I still believe so that I would never... I mean, that's just my personal choice. Please excuse me on this. But I would never work for another employer in India uh, because I believe that I understand the Indian culture and the Indian ecosystem as much that I can better work for myself rather than work for somebody else. And I've always been an entrepreneur uh, throughout my life. I've always had the zeal to do something of my own. And that is why when I was returning back to India, I was very certain and very clear that I'm going to do something of my own and rather not work for somebody else. Because all that knowledge that I'd gained in the last seven years working with the FNB giants in Australia, I thought it's time to put those uh, skills to test, start an entrepreneurial journey here. And uh, we did that. And uh, when we came back to India, we came in with a concept called Ice Popsicles wherein uh, there are a lot of good brands in the US, UK, Australia in the ice popsicle category, but we did not find anything in, in India at all. And uh, thankfully, we launched a brand called Skippy Ice Pops, which uh, by God's grace today is a very popular brand, I would like to believe. Um, we were telecasted on a national uh, television series called Shark Tank India on Sony TV, uh, I think on December 27, 2020. Uh, and sorry, 2021, uh, not 2020. Oh, yes, 2021. And after the launch of this, uh, or the day when the telecast happened, uh, the entire proportion of brand popularity, uh, me and my wife, who are both the co-founders of the company, we became popular. People started to recognize us in the ecosystem. And everything took off very well for us. Uh, we are pretty humbled by the, by the gesture God has given to us. Uh, but in terms of uh, entrepreneurial journey, I would say, and, and I'm a great example towards this because I have done business in the past and I've done it now. So there's a huge amount of difference that I can actually bring and discuss here in terms of how business was happening in the past and how it is happening today. I think previously, before I moved to Australia, there was a lot of red carpet issues, a lot of, lot of compliance issues that we had to go with. Firstly, in terms of taxation, there was like C form, H form. This form, sales tax, VAT, which was so confusing and so uh, lethargic that it would really be difficult for us to expand our business or focus on our business growth rather than getting into these kind of a complicated uh, process system, which was there with the government of India then. Uh, roadways was not great, which was again a complex. Shipping out things from point A to point B was always challenging. Uh, technology was less at the same time. But today, honestly speaking, with the onset of GST, Things have become like plain vanilla for us. It's very simple, straightforward, uh, with the great amount of infrastructure that India has developed in terms of roadways, etc. That has become great. Technology, people from the IT background will agree that technology-wise, 
there are lot many more job opportunities now in india than it was earlier and i think somehow the indian ecosystem the work culture has also adapted to international standards where there is maybe not equal but almost to the power of equality balance between the life and the work life balance you know so i think uh, today it's a great opportunity for people to look at entrepreneurial journey in india because believe me the next 5 to 10 years is all about india and no other country we will continue to grow at a great level people who are having faith in india moving in now and starting their own entrepreneurship journey will have more opportunities to be super successful than people who come after 5 or 10 years uh, because every uh, corner of india there is a challenge and to solve this challenge i always see an opportunity which is a business opportunity that you can actually start which sometimes in uh, you know those uh, developed countries it's hard to find opportunities because everything looks so perfect there i hardly find anything that i could actually get into but here we got into a food and beverage brand and imagine a country of 140 crores we ourselves are a entire european nation in itself we ourselves are larger than one of the largest countries in the world so i think there is no need for us to look for markets outside of india india itself is a such a large marketplace i would think so it's a great great uh, time for us to be in india yeah first of all i mean congratulations on the skippy um, you know it's a very popular brand uh, kids know about it so uh, and it's a very successful journey for you so congratulations on that and uh, Thank thanks you. for sharing uh, you know your story in terms of the differences because you've been in the business before moving to australia right in terms of where it was and then i agree with you i think the ecosystem in india right now uh in terms of the growth in terms of the opportunities it just you know the population is one thing the rapid adoption of the technology with the mobile phones there there's several factors that are combining the age of the population that's kind of uh fueling some of these macro level dynamics for the growth here in india so there is definitely a lot of opportunities as you said and uh, it's just riding the wave uh you know compared to like a developed country where a lot of these things seem solved and you know you're trying to implement something similar or trying to solve this problems in a different scenarios here in india yep cool um in terms of uh, you know uh, sounds like you know you did some enough research to launch your product i think you kind of narrowed it down to uh, ice popsicle and based on your background as a family business you know where you worked and so on uh, so just curious uh, so from your perspective if somebody is considering to move back to india to do their own entrepreneurial journey or startup are there any suggestions that you would give like anything that they have to do as a research before they move or after coming back and in terms of even like some of the administrative work right like setting up a company you know some of these things uh, if you have any insights uh, that you can suggest that would be also very helpful um avinash to be honest uh, anyone who's living abroad or even people who are looking to move back to india wouldn't have deep pockets to do to hire a market research company to be honest uh i come from an fnb space but the the rule applies to whether you are from an it backgrounds or you are from an engineering background research is very important and as an as a startup obviously we don't have too much of money with, on us which we can spend on a research company when we decided to come back to india and this is an example which a lot of people can use we knew that ice popsicle was a great brand in australia it was a great market category uh, but we also knew that uh, there was absolutely no brand that i had heard of uh, in the ice popsicle category from india 
but i was sitting in australia how do i know about it so picked up my phone spoke to seven to eight friends of mine across uh, different parts of india and told them hey ja dukan mein jaake pooch ice popsicle kaun sa hai you know i asked them to go and fetch four ice popsicles buy them from different stores and uh, as usual most of these buggers were lazy i had to keep following up with them several times <laughs> and uh, finally a lot of people came back said ravi yahan pe to ice popsicle kya hai pata bhi nahi hai ice pepsi pata nahi hai there are no brands in the stores nothing at all and this came in from six to seven friends of mine from different parts of india and that gave me a little bit of confidence that okay yaar i am very certain now that there is no uh, brand as such and it was completely on my gut feeling i thought ki yaar india is 140 crore population so such a hot and humid destination i'm sure this thing will work but of course there are risk uh, attached to it it's not it's not as simple as i say it so i would think that in case if somebody is planning to come back to india whether he is coming from a technology background or he is an engineering or if he is wanting to set up a manufacturing for himself maybe it could be in textile or anything else basic research is really important this research could not uh, be necessary secondary or primary if it is possible he could travel to india look around into the market get a feel of it if he finds it very positive then he can go back and pre- prepare to come back to india there are a huge amount of consultants today who are industry experts you could possibly even hire them to get an understanding of the overall picture of the market and they are not very expensive as such in terms of registering a company getting started believe me india has got very evolved ecosystem of good company secretaries and chartered accountants who can do the entire groundwork and paperwork ready for you all you need to come sign it off and your company is up and running so these are not very difficult challenges these days as long as you are working with good professionals they will take care of you uh, in a very significant way uh, but yes basic market research if you can afford it in terms of hiring a consultant or probably come when you're traveling to india on holiday just go and meet couple of other vendors or manufacturers and try to engage the uh, you know the requirement or the demand in the market i'm sure you'll get a good feedback and based on that whether you want to get into that industry or not that's something that you need to decide yeah cool thanks for sharing those um, uh, you know thoughtful information about the research and how you even approach in your case right like in asking the friends to go in different stores and find the uh, find the information now switching gears a little bit uh, in terms of your um, social life uh, you know uh, how has it been going uh, i know i think when you moved it was the covid which makes might a little bit difficult to uh, mingle with uh, family and friends so just curious uh, i know it's been about 3 to 3 years a little bit more than 3 years so how has been the social life and you know family adjusting and so on uh, after moving back to india um i think i'm a very social person in the first place i love to talk to people make friends socialize with people uh, especially uh, uh, there is again a comparison between australia and india initially when we moved to australia it was damn lonely i would think that it was i was even depressed for a lot of days saying that why did i even come back come to australia in the first place because uh, for a person who loves to meet people talk to people and share uh, his days feelings or whatever it's important to make friends faster and quicker and in australia i, I struggled in the initial days only until a, a few years passed by i actually started making very good friends out there uh, in india of course we came back it took us a bit of time to understand and adjust to the uh, cycle of indian culture again because people walk in walk out any time of the day you keep getting calls either from marketing companies or you get calls from 
your friends and family late in the evening also they wouldn't even worry whether 8 o'clock ho gaya hai 10 baj gaya hai they are, they feel free to call up right so it gets a bit of time for you to adjust to that traffic conditions in india is crazy people i mean i really struggle and i hate driving in india to be honest because no matter what car you're driving still there's no pleasure traffic you know driving bumper to bumper across so culture wise india has been different but uh, not completely alien to me i think i it was it took hardly any time for me to come and adjust over here uh, friends and family have been very supportive over here and uh, was pretty easy for us to set across cool uh in terms of uh, the things that you miss back in uh, like you know uh, australia versus here uh, anything that you miss is just more of a curious question and uh, the things that you don't like in india you know from your experiences for i think you kind of touched on the traffic you know just comparing the contrast uh, for people who are considering about the move in australia the first thing that i really miss about australia is a stress free life i mean uh, this is a very important point that people talk about uh, stress level in india and australia or, or even the us to name a few but i think these uh, other countries have stress at a physical level that means you are doing your own hardships of cleaning the utensils or probably cleaning the house spending your weekends with your family trying to get things aligned washing your cars getting the groceries and stuff like that which is a physical stress but in comparison to the mental stress that you get in india i think it is better to have a physical stress rather than mental stress because i personally believe a lot of unfortunate diseases or health issues which arise in india is because of the mental stress and it is better you get away from mental stress and focus on having a better uh, physical stress uh, the other thing that I'll, i miss about australia is a, is a clean air i i i clearly remember breathing so well and uh, enjoying the fresh air in australia especially because australia is even more less populated than us or european countries we used to really enjoy the fresh air that uh, that was available for us and um, that's 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 the most part of it and of course uh, working uh, monday to friday and giving two days off in a week was like a Well, it has been a very treacherous moment for me, and unfortunately, now that I'm back in India as an entrepreneur, forget about six days, but we are working almost seven days a week without a break, which is adding to our stress levels. And of course, apart from uh, talking about what I don't like about India, um, I do not like the pollution. I do not like the traffic here, and unfortunately, there are still uh, that mindset of people that chalta hai, you know that. chalta hai attitude is very troublesome because people take things for granted over here they don't keep their commitments many a times which is very challenging but i'll tell you the the other flip side of india the kind of emotional bonding that you get with your friends childhood friends your family cousins in india you are very unlikely to get that kind of a strong bonded friends in any abroad abroad countries because usually friends align in those countries for uh for being together it's not a emotional attachment but rather they want to socialize and uh, be together so i think that's a massive difference person who wants to be emotionally connected india is a place where you've got friends and family who are truly connected to you uh, but when it comes to the other side pollution challenges of uh, maintaining good uh, commitments and uh, traffic i think these are the biggest challenges in india as of today as well yeah thanks for providing that candid uh you know feedback and these are real challenges and people have to think you know which is more important to them and make their right decision so uh, again you know there is not a 100% perfect 
place you know where everything is set properly it's just like what's your priorities and make the decision appropriately and sure. where you are in your journey and what kind of a lifestyle you want to maintain and want to lead um, with that said are there any topics that we haven't covered that you would like to bring up uh, that could help the future aspirants I think uh, one important thing that we I, I would write to bring up over here is a lot of time the NRI community are very perplexed whether they should move back to India or not. Uh, but I think it is very important for people to know that if you have a basic revenue model, I mean, whether you are an employee or you are an employer, if you're able to make a little bit of healthy uh, revenue for yourself month on month, India does provide you a very healthy happy lifestyle as well there are especially uh, I mean, since you're in hyderabad you will agree with me there are communities and gated communities which has the best of amenities they've got swimming pools and badmintons and great culture great community where i think a family can thrive really well uh, the cost of living in india is uh, still competitive compared to the other countries you have got the swiggies and zeptos of india which gives you delivery of food and groceries in five minutes you're not wasting your time going to a grocery stores and picking up uh, vegetables for yourself. I think uh, in case if you're thinking of coming to India, I think this is the best time for you guys to be in India. And it's not really that scary. Even. It takes a couple of weeks or maybe a few months for you guys to adjust. Uh, but once you're here, there is a different lifestyle that you can choose. You can choose the one where you're living in one of the best places for your family and friends. You can live among with your friends and families. You can choose to be an employer and employee. And it does not really cost you as much as it would probably in the overseas country. So I think don't think too much in case if you want to take your chances. Yes, life is all about taking chances. Feel free, come down to India, give it a shot. Otherwise, I'm sure three, four years back the line, down the line in things that doesn't work out, feel free to go back. Why, why worry so much about it? Yeah, definitely. Is it an irreversible decision or a reversible decision depending on how much time you want to uh, spend making that decision that's an important factor and 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 I think you know this is something that I hear from a lot of people is like when you visit India if you have the flexibility take a little bit longer and try to live and not just like as a visitor you know just take like some of these furnished apartments or places and then try to live I mean you get a better feel for the lifestyle living in India uh, which would also help in your decision making process yeah, yeah it is it is important and uh, of course even from an investment point of view also India is great right Compared to the way India is growing, I think this is a better way place for you to grow. So you might as well come here, live here, probably invest in an apartment or something like that. Live here for a few years. And if you do not like it, yes, who's stopping you? India is very free to allow people to go outside. Keep your passports ready. Maybe that would, that is what would help you. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so thank you very much, uh, Ravi, uh, for taking the time and uh, sharing your thoughts. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, nuggets there, especially... Uh, on the entrepreneur journey in terms of the social life in terms of the things like the candid feedback in terms of the things that you like and you don't like uh, living in India uh, I hope this episode is very helpful for you uh, guys and uh, thanks a lot for your time Ravi and appreciate uh, you taking the time and good luck with everything and uh, you know wish you all the best and uh, wish uh, Skippy to reach even higher levels and uh, national brand I know the story was to be as a logo on the Indian cricket team uh, I'm really looking forward to that and, uh, you know, congratulations on that and uh, thanks again for your time. Thanks, Avinash, for having me here and thanks a lot, everyone, to uh, hear me out here. Thanks a lot.